Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Plotty Time. This week... As you can tell by the description, we did it again where we did bad at scheduling, and we're doing another special episode. Doesn't matter. The last one was like three weeks ago. Don't even worry about that. Yeah. We got, we're putting something out there for you guys. That's what it's all about. Every week, you're getting content from us, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, so this week, as you can tell by the episode description, we're going back to video game movies because everybody, I mean, we got so many emails about how great that Double Dragon episode was. Oh, dude, people loved it. Almost as much as... Weekend at Bernie's, but... I'm still sorting through the emails. There were just so many. <laughs> it's insane. I'm getting back to every one of you. Just give me time. Yeah, he's still 100% <laughs> response rate. We never said how long it would take him to respond, but right. we're getting there. So this week, we are talking about, as you can tell by the episode description, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, do you have any memories of seeing this movie in your past? I... 93. I had to have gone... I, it was probably one of my mall excur- excursions as a teenager where I just go to mm-hmm. the mall for the day and then hit up the movies in the middle of the day or whatever. I sure. had to have seen it. I mean, how could you not? I know I went to see it with my dad. And I remember we both left the theater being like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like at 10, I was 10. And I'm like, this is. This what? isn't Mario Brothers. What the fuck was that? Like my dumb young brain. It was smart enough to like. <laughs> know that like mario and luigi were in it like i got that part yeah but that was about it i had to check with reality and be like goombas are little mushroom guys right yeah yeah like there's they threw in easter eggs i might have got at the time but for the most part i didn't i didn't remember anything about this upon the rewatch no, I couldn't. I, I was like a brand new movie to me. And I know we're, we're going to unpack this. We got a lot to talk about. But <laughs> before we get to that, let's just throw out the, the, the deets here. Movie was released. Super Mario Brothers was released May 28th, 1993, which if you guys are keeping score at home, that is exactly two weeks before Jurassic Park came out. So, Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Think about that. Now, I will say <laughs> the, one of the few good things I will say about this movie is some of the effects are pretty good. For the time. <laughs> really? We'll get to it. Okay. Some of them. Right. Some, some, some. So <laughs> it was directed It was directed by husband and wife duo at the time, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. It was written by a lot of people, but the only credited writers are Parker Bennett, Terry Runty, and Ed Solomon. Big stars we got here are Bob Hoskins, who you all might know from playing uh, Eddie Valiant in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure out where I knew him from. He was also Dustin Hoffman's right-hand man in Hook. No. Now, you probably wouldn't remember. He's actually British. Like, most of the stuff he plays as an American accent, but he's actually British. Okay. Johnny Legs. Johnny Leguizamo, <laughs> friend of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He listens. We love you, Johnny Legs. No, no, no other stuff needs to be said. Uh, then we got Dennis Hopper. <laughs> oh, my. Film legend of I I what would you say is his most famous movie? Blue Velvet. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Blue Velvet or what was the one where he and fucking Robert not Robert Redford him and that dude rode across the country in motorcycles. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is it the 
Motorcycle mania. Easy rider. Easy you were close. rider. Come <laughs> you were <on>. close. <laughs> yeah, I should have got that. He was also the photographer in Apocalypse Now. He played a part in True Romance. He was in Waterworld. He was. He was. All he was the main over. bad guy in Speed. Oh yeah! Come on. I forgot about that. Also, fun fact: he is from Dodge City, Kansas. How mm. about that? Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, sadly, he's no longer with us. With us, he passed away in 2010, which is a goddamn shame. Really? Could use more. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, also stars Fisher Stevens, who you only need to... I mean, he's been in a billion things, huge character actor, but his biggest thing he ever did was probably uh, that we would know, that our audience would pick up, <laughs> is he was the guy from Hackers, the anti-hacker guy. Oh, yes, yes. Wasn't he in Short Circuit, too? <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, where he plays a uh, uh, someone from India. Yes, yes. And speaks like you think they would. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it totally aged well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so Fisher Stevens, I love that that's what you bring, and I say the guy who's <laughs> the administrator of the Gibson. But Yeah, right. Uh, and then we got actress Samantha Mathis, who I had to look up a bit, but she's also been in a ton of stuff. Her face was so familiar. Yeah, absolutely. She plays not Princess Peach, Princess Daisy. Yeah, very strange choice. Strange choice. Yeah, that's just the first of a billion strange choices. And I, before we get into the movie, I wanted to throw out three things that were said by three of the main actors, Dennis Hopper, Johnny Legs, and Bob Hoskins. These it, are- Like uh, quotes about the movie? Yes, these are from interviews or <laughs> autobiographies. This is what they said about making this movie. Just to give these people a little bit of idea about this fucking crazy movie. Right. If you haven't seen it yet, I, I mean, it's reached cult classic status, but I found it fucking rough. It was yeah. hard to get through this. It's not streaming anywhere. And it you... wasn't fun. Like, I didn't think it was fun at all. <laughs> no, it was a chore. And it came in at a fucking whopping 144. Dude. I was so pissed when I so saw that. So was I. So, I'm like, an hour 40. <laughs> this is 80 minutes max. Oh, by the way. Right? Just, also, fun fact, they deleted so many scenes from this movie. Are you serious? Yeah, this could have been a three-hour cut. I'm telling you. <sighs> oh, I'd love to see that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. So uh, this uh, from Dennis Hopper. Now, these are all pulled from IMDb. I hope they researched it. But Dennis Hopper described during the film's production, quote, it was a nightmare, very honestly, <laughs> that movie. It was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks, and I was there for 17. Oh, it was so God. over budget. <laughs> and then uh, this one from Johnny Legs, John Leguizamo. I'm just going to refer to him as Johnny Legs forever. Yeah, yeah. For those people out there. But uh, in his 2007 autobiography, John Leguizamo states he and Bob Hoskins hated working on the film and would frequently get drunk during scenes to make it through the experience. I could see that. <laughs> Both of the men knew the movie would turn out bad, so they simply tried to make the best of it. He also stated that he felt one of the biggest reasons the movie turned out the way it did was because the directors wanted a more adult movie, while the studio, considering the source material, was looking for a children's film. There's nothing adult about it. Oh, yeah, there's one. I don't know, it gets horny at some points. Yeah, there's a cr crazy rapey scene. But... <laughs> Oh, we're gonna you're gonna get into it. So the uh, <laughs> the last quote, this one's from Bob Hoskins, who I wish that he was still alive today. Unfortunately, he has also passed. Mm. But uh, in a 2011 interview with the Guardian, because you know he's from London, Bob Hoskins 
described the film's production. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> the whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. <laughs> <laughs> After so many weeks, their own agent told them to get off the set. Fucking nightmare. Fucking idiots. <laughs> that is... And then oh. early, also in an August 2007 interview, he proclaimed that Super Mario Bros. was the worst thing he ever did. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to top this one, man. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. God bless. I, admit, I wish that sentiment was in Hollywood more often. Like those balls. <laughs> to be like, right. yeah, I knew the movie was shit. I feel bad about it. I tried, guys. I tried. <laughs> but man, that sucked. Fucking morons in charge over there. Oh, wow. Oh, it'd be so great. The directors ever do anything else? No. They, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say no. They they went back to uh, directing music videos. They did a few of them. They did several like art departments, but they really, I mean, between the two of them had like three more director credits, maybe. Wow. Well, I'm paraphrasing, but they got blackballed from Hollywood because <laughs> yeah. of this movie. Well, for good reason, man. So I have uh, a little bit, I have a whole bunch of history of how we got to this point. Uh, and this is like, 500 words about how this whole shit got terrible okay. uh, we can save it for the end if you want to get into this movie yeah well yeah let's just get into it man all right so we're gonna start the movie with a dinosaur intro <sighs> which basically says i'm paraphrasing but it, not like a lot it's saying hey uh the meteor that just that killed the dinosaurs hit new york which it didn't uh and, but then <laughs> they're like and when that happened the world split into two dimensions Right. And don't take this movie very seriously. And why the fuck does the first like two minutes, it's like really bad pixelated dinosaurs talking? I couldn't tell you. I think it was trying to make a connection with like the Nintendo and the 8-bit look. I guess, but it was... It was... That's what I thought because they eventually like had that picture of the, the woods or the trees and yeah. then that like devolved. Like it was eight bit, and then it turned into real image. I thought that was like maybe them bringing us into the world of the movie. Oh, okay. I, I was just like, maybe what? they didn't have they didn't have enough of a budget to make fake dinosaurs for this two second scene. Apparently, this uh, this scene was done after without the director's knowledge. <laughs> okay, like, it's added to the beginning to try and explain it better. Yes. But uh, the first scene, we're we're running. This woman is running with a magic. I'm just gonna call it the Jesus egg. It's a Jesus egg. Yeah, it, uh, it reminded me of, like those old CD player boom boxes you used to get like for twenty dollars at Walmart. Oh yeah, the egg look the circular thing. Yeah, the, that's what it yeah, looked like. Yeah, the top loaders. It really did. And then <laughs> Dennis Hopper comes out of nowhere, surprises this lady running with the Jesus egg. A, a baby's born from the Jesus egg. There's some kind of crystal reaction we don't really understand. Right. And from what I understand, this is the process of, of birthing a child. You get your egg from the stork. Yes. You got to find the magic crystal to activate it. And then you you do that and the baby's born. That's, yeah. Because she was from the dinosaur parallel world. What do they call it? Dino Dino City? Dino I, I don't remember. Oh, it's a real name. They they call it. I will look that shit up. But Dino know. City or something like that. It does it really does not matter. Yeah. But we get now our intro to the Mario Brothers themselves. <laughs> Bob, we got Bob Hoskins and Johnny Legs living in Brooklyn. Right. There's like these 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 quick uh, these quick news things going on in the background saying that there's a bunch of miss women missing from Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know why they hang like they're plumbers and they wanted to establish that by like I I don't know how else to explain this but it was a gun rack on the wall oh. with plungers. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, that's what I... You save your special limited edition plungers, man. Can't I guess so. 
Maybe they were awards. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I like to think plumbers have a sense of humor. The award would be a plunger, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So looking past that, they get a call on the phone. This is back. This is before texting. This is before the internet. So oh, yeah. all of their jobs were phone calls to their home. So they get a call fixing, fixing a dishwasher, and they drive like a couple assholes to get to this place. Right. And they get beaten by these, these corporatized plumbers. Oh, the Scapelli guys. The Scapelli guys, who I guess were closer in the neighborhood. And I don't know... Like, this is the weirdest thing about this world to me. So do these people just call, like, every plumber in the area and whoever gets there first gets the job? That's what it sounded like. I guess so. Like, did they answer the phone or was that a message on their machine that said... Later they check messages. I think this was a real call. Yeah. Yeah, so it really didn't take them that long to get there either. No, they were driving like assholes, like I said. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then I did have a a note here, which I am laughing at now. (laughs) Because I have this note, which is going to get answered later. It's, why is it called Mario Brothers? The seemingly eldest is named Mario. Mm-hmm. Well, and I thought, I wrote some notes like, well, maybe like he was the eldest son in the group. So they called him by his last name, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I thought he was like Bob Mario and they called him. What? But this all gets answered. Oh, later. yeah. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> really? And it's canon, I think. Yeah. Jesus. So Sam Mathis is this archaeological dig at a construction site in New York City. The mob threatens her to stop by tonight because they're holding up construction. And she leaves with King Koopa's thugs following her. This is where Fisher Stevens and that other 90s guy. I think it's Sam something. Yeah, I know him from somewhere, but whatever. he's, He's just got one of those very distinct faces. And I know I've seen him in a billion things before. Yeah, what are their names? Iggy and Iggy Spike. Iggy and Spike, yeah. yeah. Which I think were names of the kings in uh, Super Mario 3. The, or like the, the not Koopa the king, kids? the Koopa kids, yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Spike sounded familiar. But in this, they're like bumbling idiot goons. Like they're real dumb, yes. like cartoonishly dumb. Right. And yeah, there's a whole story about the script that I'll get into later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're they're... Sam Mathis calls her boss from a payphone, and she's like, we need more security. I got these guys following me. I got these assholes from the mob. My name's Daisy. She doesn't say it like that, but this is where we find out her name's Daisy. Right. And then uh, the Super Mario Brothers are there. They hooked her up with a quarter. They were there with the payphone, and, and Johnny Lakes is like, oh, man, I, she's so gorgeous. And Mario's like, yeah, you know, why, don't you, why don't you give her a little, you know, ask her out, maybe. You know, talk to her, see what's up. Yeah. Mario really helps him out here, too. He does, and I don't know in what world. I, don't get me wrong. Love Bob Hoskins. Love Johnny Legs. Don't know how they're brothers. They do not look anything alike. Uh, I don't think they really are. <laughs> That's true. They might not be in real life. <laughs> I don't know. We have a whole at dinner. They talk. Luigi talks about it. It's fucking weird. Oh, the dinner's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so getting. Let's get to the dinner as fast as we can. Johnny Legs asks her out. She's like, um, okay, and they go out to dinner. I thought immediately that it was going to be her and Johnny Lakes. No, this is a double date. Oh, yeah. This is Mario and his girl. Mario and his girl. I forget what her name is. Daniela, I think. Daniela, yeah. She uh, is fucking awesome, first of all. (laughs) Like, she's great. Like, Mario, good. Mario, this is where we're setting Mario up as sort of like a ladies' man. Oh, yeah. He's he's smooth as hell. Smooth as hell. He's an older guy. And you know what? I'm going to give the movie this one because, you know, he was always chasing down, saving the princess. He's got some game. Like, yeah, he's literally half the size of her. Like, you got to be swift with those words. Right. Yeah. And he's feeding Luigi words. He got him him a date just by 
telling him what to say. Yeah, he's 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 you know, he doesn't need any of our help. So this double date, this is where Daisy's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm an abandoned orphan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She just says it like normal, like yeah, that's where I was found. Like found? What are you talking? About? Yeah, that's clearly like you're dropping a hint in the conversation that you want some follow up questions because you just want to talk. That's what you're doing over there. Yeah, that's... it's like she was humble bragging that she's an orphan. Yeah, and then Luigi's like, oh yeah, well I'm a fucking orphan too. All I have is this Mario guy that raised me as his his kid brother. It was weird. It was a bit weird. But either way, Daniela heads outside. She immediately gets kidnapped by Iggy and Spike because turns out Spike and Iggy are there to kidnap, quote unquote, the princess and bring right. her and the rock back to somewhere. Yeah. We're going to f- find out they think Daniela is. is Daisy in a disguise. They're like, that's obviously her in a disguise. So, Yeah, I guess the joke here is that their race, and we might as well just say it now, they're... they're other dimension humans weren't evolved from apes they had evolved from i guess dinosaurs more specific like t-rexes i don't know where the i don't don't know if they're all from t i think they're just from different dinosaurs but why do they all look like humans i don't know because but there were like other lizard looking motherfuckers in there too yeah like the goombas the goombas and there were people like on the street like extras that had like scales and looked like lizards and stuff oh yeah there's no, I, I shouldn't be looking for continuity in this. No, ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, dude. Yeah. And so, again, we've established they're, pl- they're plumbers. We got Johnny Legs is looking for a date. Mario's got game. We found weird bones under this construction site. Boom. Yep. So, Legs and, Daisy, Legs and Daisy are walking home, and she's like, do you want to check it out? He's like, yeah. So, they go check out the bone pits. Right. Uh, water starts filling in, and it turns out the Scapelli's Guys, oh. they're clearly the Scapelli's. They didn't even try to hide. They're wearing their Scapelli's jumpsuits, <laughs> and we see them running away, so we get a clear shot at the logo. Yep. Well, I, I assume they were sabotaging the site. I don't know, like, to get to destroy the artifacts or whatever, so the construction could continue. Yeah, that's the only thing that would make sense. And am I, am I, did I miss a connection where the Scapelli's are some kind of plumber group and real estate team? They're are they- a whole construction crew. Yeah, were they all Scapellis? Because the main guy was Scapelli? Yeah. All right. Construction crew, plumbers, the main guy. I'm good with that. I'll run with that. That's yeah. not even close to the dumbest thing we're going to go over. Yeah, right? It it's actually makes sense. Comparatively? Yeah, sure does. <laughs> so they uh, get Mario down there. He's He comes in. He brings all his tools, and they patch it up in time. No harm, no foul. So Iggy and Spike were trailing them. Right. They sneak up on the Mario Brothers, knock them out easily, and then steal Daisy. So the first interaction where the Mario Brothers actually get to fight, they get hit on the head and collapse. Yep. Just knock the fuck out. Interesting start. But they keep running after Daisy, figuring out they chase her and find this, like, rock slab over a thin canyon of rocks, and she's poking through the dimension. We find out this is the, this is the portal into the other dino world. And as she's shoves her head out saying like help 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 johnny legs tries to reach out and grab her but he gets her rock necklace and now luigi has it yes this is what koopa wants to well we'll get into it (laughs) yeah we'll get into fucking king koopa but johnny legs is like you know what i feel good about this fuck it and jumps at what appears to us to be a sheer cliff yeah with a rock wall right in front of it there's a good 20 30 foot drop after that too oh yeah he's not coming back you slam into that rock if you're lucky, maybe you could turn around and grab an edge, but no, not this guy. Not no. a plumber. No. <laughs> no, that's not happening. No, sir. 
But he says, fuck it, jumps to the rock, and just go whoop, right into the rock wall. And Mario's wow. like, holy shit. And he's like, I can't let my bro hang, and just jumps through the wall as well. Goes yeah. into some fucking wild 90s dimensional portal. Yeah, the inside of the portal is... <laughs> wow. And he it's like he's falling. Like, he covers some kind of great distance, seemingly falling. But how did she like poke her head back through it as if it was like a door. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't think that. And then we get to it. Oh, I have it written down here. Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton. Get it? Like Manhattan, yes. but built by dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And how... <sighs> I know. You all have questions. Yeah. All right. Let's just keep So, <laughs> uh, interjecting some trivia, the set for Dino Hatton, it was actually built in an abandoned cement factory called the Ideal Cement Factory in the woods outside Wilmington, North Carolina. The reason I mention this is because this is where the climax for Terminator 2 was filmed. Oh, the same place. Same place. And then uh, they built the sets for it, uh, which honestly, I think the sets look look good. Like, I think that's a, a good-looking set. Like, the world that they built as Dino Hatton, I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was okay. The fungus everywhere looked pretty silly. Yeah, that did look pretty silly. But I like the idea of like the tiered city and the trucks that run on like electricity because they why would they use fossil fuels? Yeah, there are no fossils. Oh, that was it. I didn't think that they weren't there. I just thought they saw it as like it's like us exhuming human bodies to power our cars. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. We find another way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that it was all electric. Yeah. Yeah, we might be reaching there a little bit. But <laughs> Uh, this factory and the set was also retrofitted in two other movies. It was used as the Shredder and the Foot Clan's hideout in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice. And uh, Top Dollars Nightclub in The Crow. Oh, wow. It's got some history. A lot of mileage out of this set. Fucking A. I wonder if it's still there. But it's anyway, so we get like uh, this, this, we finally meet our villain, King Koopa. This is where... D-Hop shows up. Mm, and yes. and I, I saw one piece of trivia, but none of this was confirmed. They said he kind of based him on Donald Trump, but... I could see that. I could see it, too. I thought he was, like, underground dictator politician. Yeah, yeah. Slash business guy Donald Trump. Well, plus I he's running for election. There's, like, vote for Koopa signs everywhere. Yeah, and the one he just... He's, like, kissing a baby and, like, looking at the camera. That yeah. was my favorite one, I think. <laughs> But uh, they they fall into this world. They fall into the street, and they see like little dinosaurs. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? There's half dinosaur people everywhere. And then we get the classic line that everyone remembers from this movie: "I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more." <laughs> so says Luigi. Uh, I just want to point this out quick. Luigi not rocking a mustache. Don't understand why. It. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean. Luigi always had a mustache, right? Am I wrong? I'm going to Google it. Know. It's going to be like one of those fucking Berenstain beer things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what you remember from your childhood, and it's a complicated series of shadows, so people argue hard. Oh, yeah, he always That he does and doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, So we're, we're meeting King Koopa now, and then we get the, the plan is starting to come into place. His idea is that he wants to merge the real-world dimension with the dino dimension. <laughs> yeah, he conveniently just reiterates the whole purpose of his shit right here. Yeah, he just like, oh yeah, it's like an exposition dump where yep. he explains everything <laughs> they want to do for the whole fucking movie. And then, so he, it's interesting, I guess, in their world, there's Dino Hatton, and then the whole rest of the world is like a barren desert. Yeah, where's the water? I don't know. How do they get water? How do they survive? I don't know. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> 
uh, is the rest of the desert just Mad Max world? Like, are there people out there? Are they just going to materialize into fucking Wyoming and start throwing down? I don't know. That's a good question, yeah. I don't know. And the whole meteor, meteorite, I guess, is in this dimension. The other thing to talk about is if they, when they attempted to merge the dimensions later in the film and uh, some of the characters start coming into present day real world Brooklyn, um, is that all the merge does? Just bring all the people to the uh, world dimension? Because that's, I mean, we could do that, right? Yeah. How does he expect to take over the real world? I don't think, well, he was there, right? Like he had. He knows about it. Yeah. He has, he sent fucking goons and shit the whole, I don't know. Now, I know they do say later that they've only been able to get through the portal lately because there was just earth in the way, which makes sense that this is happening at a construction site. Right, now it's, right. The path is open, uh, which at least explains that we're going to get a lot of stuff that's not explained. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'll, I appreciate them making an effort. Right. But uh, he sits there. Uh, King Koopa, D-Hop, says he talks a lot of shit on people there being like, mammals oh yes like ugh, mammals gross oh they evolved from what again mice <laughs> ugh. his haircut though dude i fucking for real <laughs> and then uh you gotta see it to believe it go look it up <laughs> so koopa keeps explaining he's like we need the woman daisy the princess and we need the rock he doesn't know that luigi has it he sent these two assholes against spike to go get it Right. Uh, the Mario Brothers then are walking down the street and they get robbed by a taser happy old lady. Of course. Which everyone saw coming, which is just hilarious. Yeah, but in turn, she gets mugged. By a woman with super jump boots, who we will later meet as Big Bertha. Oh my God, the super jump boots. What the fuck was that? I, why I was, don't have an answer for you. Why wasn't it like a fucking leaf tail? <laughs> just... I don't know. I get how. I guess how they were trying to make like the super jumping a thing. Yeah, but in the, it looks I, so bad too. They just like float away. Yeah, it did look real bad. And then we don't even revisit the jump boots for another. I don't know hour of screen time. <laughs> oh yeah, but we do get do run into a toad. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I have no idea who Mojo Nixon is, but apparently he was a a musician in the 90s. Yeah, okay. Don't know if he ever received any kind of fame or whatever, but we meet Toad. He's a street musician with a super cool haircut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a target is is shaved into his head. A spiral, yeah. So he uh, is playing music. He gets arrested, and Mario's like, what, you got to arrest a guy for playing music? What are you doing? In, like, the worst Brooklyn accent. Ever. Right. And they all get thrown in jail. Yeah. Because you can't play anti-Koopa music. Now, what does this have to do with the game Super Mario Brothers so far? That's that's all I want to know. nothing. Seriously. Nothing at all. And there is a reason for that. But. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'll take a break at some point and talk about some more history. But for now, Daisy gets put into a cell. She finds Daniela because she was accidentally kidnapped. And a bunch of other ladies, and they put it together that, oh, my God, you're the missing women from Brooklyn. Oh, yes. Makes total sense now. So they, they and then, you know, they find out that part. But then uh, the Mario brothers are in appears what passes for a jail there. Yeah, it's uh, more like a kennel. Yeah, cops are still assholes, mm-hmm. as always. That goes through dimensions. <laughs> but uh, this is where we get the famous scene where he's like, what's your name? Mario. What's your last name? Mario. Your name's Mario Mario? Yep. And I'm Luigi Mario. So that's why we call him Mario. 
but yet they're also right. the Mario Brothers. It's like, that many Marios is up between you? Three? <laughs> so dumb. I like the line after that where he's like, well, you Marios get out of here. And I'm like, <laughs> that seemed racist. <laughs> right? Uh, well, anti-mammal evolution. Oh, Maybe not anti- race. Anti-mammalian hate? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Species? Well, actually, it was anti-plumber because they're supposed to arrest any plumber they run into. Does this world not need plumbers, or was it just... Was it that, ju- because, oh, that's another piece of trivia. I read that. No one calls them Luigi or Mario in the game. They just call them the plumbers. Oh, yeah. With, well, like, I mean, Daniela does, yeah. Daisy does, but but all the people chasing them are like, look for the plumbers. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which you could have, like, how fucking dumb is that? You could have had, they showed wanted posters everywhere, yeah. and it said, get the plumbers. It didn't say, it could have just said Mario Brothers. It could have been a poster for the game. Like, yeah. let's get let's get some some fucking branding in here. I can't believe I'm saying that about a Hollywood movie. <laughs> but do it right for fuck's sake. What are it's you... just it was right there. It was right there, and it made sense. In the you know what? All right, <laughs> we're gonna be here all day. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to be mad at. So they meet with uh, King Koopa at the prison. He says his name is Larry Lazard, and he's their lawyer. <laughs> and very quickly, this whole ruse just goes away. I don't know why they even bothered. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, ha it was me the whole time. It was me the whole time. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, I don't even know who you are. I'm King Koopa. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, really? And plus, they were in the town square. Like, his signs are everywhere. Like, they should have been like, wait a minute. Yeah, you're that dude. But uh, all he gets, you know, they go back and forth. We get that all he wants is the stone. And uh, <laughs> there's a part where he he's showing off to them. He's threatening the Mario Brothers with the de-evolving machine. Yes. This whole... I don't know if you noticed this. I really hope you did, Chump Slap. What? But Koopa goes to the panel, and he talks to a guy with glasses and says, okay, put him in the de-evolver or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. The dude he's talking to in the glasses yeah. is the killer from Jury Duty. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were going to get that. Nice. Fuck it. Because you, you just pull. revisited it. The dude with the glass. Yeah, I'll never forget that face. Uh, he has no lines in this, unfortunately. No. Yeah, he's really happy to use the Devo machine, though. Yeah, super happy. And then uh, in order to show him they're not fucking around, they throw musician Todd in there, and then they turn him into somehow he grows three feet taller and his mm-hmm. head shrinks. And this he becomes a Goomba, which I'm pretty sure is also a derogatory term for Italians, but... Yeah, right? <laughs> well, was that always a... You know what? doesn't matter. I don't he's now it. a loyal soldier to King Koopa, and he has a small brain, I guess, and he's like a lizard dude. And I, I like the idea that in order to, like, show he's still Todd, Toad for later... I call him Todd. Still Toad <laughs> for later in the film, they put, like, a harmonica thing on him. Yeah, thank God, because you can't really... He does have the swirly head. Like, if you look close enough. Does he? Like, I his haircut was the color of his head was all swirled. That's fantastic. Good, <laughs> good, good look. I didn't see that at all. So then D-Hop threatens them. They get away by punching everyone in the face, and they... <laughs> they just run out. <laughs> run away. And they escape via, via a tandem zip line. Oh, of course, yes. I guess Koopa got thrown into the D-Evolver, and they started it up, but nothing happened to him. Yeah. His, like, eyes just twitched, and then yeah, it was over. Uh, the effect for the de-evolving with Toad's face. I mean, for 93, that wasn't too bad. Jurassic Park came out the next week or whatever. Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
so Hollywood, as you know, it's an industry. Like a lot of people work together. They make friendships. They, everyone knows what movies are like in production. So everyone knew that this, this Stan Winston studios was doing all this wild dinosaur shit over there. Yeah. So like they saw some of it or they were, they got an idea. Everyone's just keep talking like, holy fuck, this stuff looks so real. So this movie needed to up their game. (laughs) Yeah. And then they created Yoshi. Oh, uh, yeah. Yoshi wasn't terrible. I thought that it was a puppet, and I thought it looked great, all things considered. Yeah. Didn't look like a Yoshi to me, but yeah. No, it didn't look anything like a Yoshi. But <laughs> it was like a miniature velociraptor that they made cute. Yeah, exactly. Like, to be adorable. And we'll get to him. But they get on this fucking tandem zip line. The, the Goombas and everybody are, are shooting fireballs at them. Right. What well, easily could have just made that the fucking flower. Fire flower. Oh, that could have. Get like some firepower, like Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah. Nope, didn't do that. They just missed the fireballs. I don't remember any of this, by the way, from what. Now, this is the point in the movie where I'm like, I, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'd seen it. I may not have seen this since it came out. It no. might have been almost 30 years. Yeah. Why would you even want to watch it again? You know? <laughs> so then uh, they very quickly figure out how to drive cop cars. They get away. Oh, can we just talk about how the cop car has like a plow on the front? Yeah, yeah. And it's got an engine you can't... There's no field of view outside the front window. I don't know. It doesn't have brakes. It looks more like a parade float yeah. than like an actual cop car. Yeah. it's They're ridiculous. and But they're modeled off of like existing cop cars, which is more confusing. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, that's a neat parallel evolution of cop cars. <laughs> yeah, they're more of like crowd control. Yeah. Ima- imagine that cops were just coming to neighborhoods and murdering people for no reason. That's horrific. Yeah, but why are there no brakes in these cars? I think they were controlled by the electricity, like an old-timey train. Yeah, but the... And then when they got out of that area, they lost the uh, the ability to brake. But, but you'd think they'd have, like, a backup. Anyway. If you remember, when they drive to the police station, Johnny Legs, Mario, and Luigi, they're both fucking freaking out because they're going so fast toward the building. Mm-hmm. And instead of braking, they catch one of those like big rubber bands like you see on a fucking aircraft carrier when they land on aircraft carriers it just catches and stops like that i missed it yeah but it's it, that's a great question i mean fucking penny farthing said breaks <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane i guess they just never thought of it like we go fast we crash into shit that's life bro yeah i guess and uh all right let's get into a little bit of this because this is a great this is a scene where they they basically drive the cop car they get they kill a bunch of they murder a bunch of cops as they're driving away mm. no one seems to care they get through this crazy tunnel that isn't finished and they end up getting blasted out into uh the the desert, the desert. nothing yeah the nothing and then they fall hundreds of feet but the fungus bungeed them and then this is where we're supposed to start to get the idea that the fungus is actually like helping helping or an ally? Yeah, because there's a couple times Luigi's like, the fungus is trying to tell us something. So then, this is where we'll get into some screenwriting stuff. Because this is, I thought this was pretty interesting. Hopefully you people at home give a shit. <laughs> but uh, talking about the movie. Before the movie was made, Nintendo, their only foray into any movies was The Wizard. Do you remember the Fred oh, Savage yeah. movie? Yeah, Fred Savage. Uh, which I loved. And I watched again recently. And I don't know if I liked it because of nostalgia reasons. But I, I I did enjoy it. Yeah, I don't th- I think it held up as a, just a regular movie about video games. Yeah, and I mean it clearly was a Nintendo commercial. Like no one's saying it wasn't a product placement for yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. But it was about that family first, which I think really helped it become a real movie. Right, right. 
Uh, so this is when they were thinking about the idea of possibly doing a Mario film. Uh, the, the idea actually came from a guy by the name of Richard Joffe. He is a producer who saw this game becoming very popular and was like, we should make a movie about this. So he actually flew to Japan, convinced Nintendo that he <laughs> should have the rights to right. make this movie. And he, the deal was he'd give him $2 million for the rights to make this movie. Nintendo would get 100% of merchandising, and that was that. All right, that's fair. So he left with the rights to the movie. Now, Nintendo at the time, they were like, they thought the movie, like, they knew the story was fucking basically not there. Like, there was no, there was barely any story to the game of Mario. It was just, Save you know, people princess. came, right, people came for the gameplay. Right. So, not the fucking plumber. Like, they came for the game. So they were like, you know what? I, I've seen in the last couple of years, Michael Keaton's Batman become an awesome movie. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen Ghostbusters be like for kids, but for adults, but be dark. They're like, let's see what kind of movie shit they do. Because their thought process was that Mario as a brand was fucking bulletproof. Like yeah. there was no way something would be bad that's Mario. Exactly. It's pretty much is. So... So uh, Barry Morrow was commissioned to write the script. He wrote a script that was about two brothers who are on the road and with another brother getting along with his simple-minded sibling, which, if you're thinking about it, is the story to Rain Man. Right. He actually also wrote Rain Man. So he just tried <laughs> to make the movie again oh, right. and sell it. This is also the, the plot of The Wizard, if we're forgetting as well. Mm -hmm. He wrote the script. He didn't even have it done. They got it to Richard Joffrey. Joffrey fired him. Uh, Nintendo said the script was too heady. They didn't, and like they wanted to get Dustin. He wanted to get Dustin Hoffman in there for Mario. The part was written for him, and they're like, nah, that's not going to work. So Tom Parker and Jim Genuine came in to do the script. In early 1991, they sold their first screenplay for the movie Stay Tuned. Oh, nice. Which I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's fucking. Oh, fuck yeah. It's weird and great, and I loved it. And they pitched that the brothers' relationship was the heart of the movie and that the comedy would come from parodying fairy tales. And they're like, it's just like what Shrek did. We were going to do what Shrek did before Shrek happened. They give themselves a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah, concept. I'm sure. So they ended up writing a script and then they went to find a director. So they picked these two directors, the husband and wife duo that I named before, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Mm -hmm. Their most famous thing they did I shit you not, was Max Headroom. What? I still don't know what Max Headroom is. Isn't he the Pepsi guy? Yeah, yeah. He was in the Pepsi ads, but I guess he was in like, he was on TV. Oh, really? Was, was he like a show? TV show? I think so. Or he was like hosting when they played movies on British TV. Oh, okay. Like one of those situations. Yeah. But he was a fucking weirdo. We still, he, he was around for maybe a year and a half. <laughs> Uh, it said in the one documentary that it was a bizarre choice. No one knows why they picked him. But in another one, I heard that they thought this would be like the Tim Burton effect because... Yeah, because it did do strange shit. Right, like he didn't make any movies. He made cartoons and comics. He came from the art world. And that's where these people are coming from. So they're like, well, if Tim Burton yeah. <laughs> could do it, I mean, these two artists can figure something out. So they, when asked to do it, they were very excited by the challenge of it. They knew it was going to be hard. And I kind of respect that. They're like, this is out of our wheelhouse, but yeah. fuck it. Let's see if I can do it. But, but still, what, what kind of drugs did they take to write this? Well, it's, 
So the directors and the producer Joffrey, they had a conversation about doing a more darker movie, like like Batman or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Right. They were like they were successful adult adaptations that people figured were of children's properties. But like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and certainly Tim Burton's Batman, like they don't feel like kids' movies at uh, all. The first Turtles, eh. but it's like New York does like grimy, yeah, it's dark dirty, and, yeah, dirty, it's dark. And uh, they, they basically came to the idea that they wanted to do Ghostbusters as a model. Funny, but kind of weird and dark. So that's the tone they wanted to go for. Okay. So they took this Parker genuine script and they threw it out and they hired Parker Bennett and Terry Runty. So this, at this point, the Super Mario World game for SNES had just dropped. Huge hit. And there was a moment where they they go into dinosaur land in the game. Right. So so these people, like the directors, the producers, the screenwriters, they're all talking. And they're like, we want to focus on that, going into another dinosaur world. And this is where it all went from there. Oh, but why the fucking little tiny heads? Did they just like buy uh, animatronic heads? And they're like, oh, my God, those are way too small for this big bodies we also bought. <laughs> like, I, I didn't read anything about the Goomba design, but they did say that that was... The one thing the directors were the most proud of, <laughs> Fuck and they of like here. they tried to like jam them into more scenes. There's so many of them. There's so many of them. They're they're and I think they look. I think the effect is cool. Yeah, but it's not a Goomba man. The Goomba are like the little legs with the like mushroom looking head. It's a yeah. It's a mushroom with legs and fucking a mouth. Yeah, and this is the opposite of that. Yeah, and in and in this game and in this movie, the fungus was not attacking you. It was the good guy. Uh yeah, like giving it a a big mushroom, I guess, or one up. Just to fly through the script stuff, they wanted the movie to be more like Gustmer, Gustmers, Ghostbusters. Uh, then they were taking. Apparently, these two screenwriters, Parker, uh, Parker Bennett and Terry Runty, were taking too long, and they got canned. Like they finished their draft, sent it in, immediately got canned. They didn't even get a chance to put any notes. This on This is it. five writers already. This we're at five so far. Yeah. Excluding any rewrites they might have paid for as well. So at this point, a new sci-fi draft was done by two legendary screenwriters, Dick Clement and and Ian Lafreniere. They Nintendo read the original scripts and they wanted it to be more grounded in reality and they wanted more action in it. Mm -hmm. So for some wild reason, and and this is going to make less sense the more words I say. Dick Clement and Ian Lafreniere, they wanted it to be fucking diehard. What? They actually wrote in the script that there was going to be a cameo from Bruce Willis as he's climbing through tunnels as oh, John McClane. That would have been cool. And I, I heard this. I'm like, how the fuck? And then the, the director, Morton, fucking loved it. And this is this is the script. The one by Dick Clement and Ian Lafreniere, who, who expanded, probably rewrote it from the ground up. This is the one that landed Dennis Hopper, Johnny Legs, and Bob Hoskins. This the is the one they were sold on. They read this and they're like, yeah. I figure, like, this script that eventually gets rewritten and this gets lost to time, but I would love to read that script. Like, what's what was that script that got these three? Yeah. Bit- I don't think Johnny Legs was as big at the time. I think he was coming off of the his Son of Sam movie, though. So that, that raised his profile. It's before or after Spawn? Uh, this would have been way before. Was it? Spawn was 97. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that's not way before. Yeah, I was going to say, way before. What the fuck? And uh, so so I, I just figured there had to be something there. Maybe not. But uh, this is now when things start to turn, and I'm almost done with the, the history, but this makes a lot more sense with the context. <laughs> so the producer, Richard Joffrey, 
he went to the set two months before shooting, and it was fucking... He went to the set, he saw mucus, he saw, like, the ladies run around, he saw the grime, it was filled with criminals, and all the producers were like, this is fucking Super Mario Brothers. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I agree, we need to clean this up. So he hired a new writer, Ed Solomon. Now, remember, Ed Solomon was actually one of the credit writers. He had written Bill and Ted previously. All right, that's wacky enough. So this is where all the wacky shit came from, like the slapstick stuff, uh, all the weird bad humor was from this Ed Solomon draft, apparently. But the kicker, this is the kicker. Joffe didn't tell anyone about this rewrite. Oh, so the so directors had thought, no idea. What? Everyone still thought it was like the grimy, gritty shit? Yeah, the the diehard version with wow. everyone that thought that's what movie they were going to... They showed up day one thinking that's the movie they were going to make. Yeah. So you're already creating a whole bunch of chaos in a massive project involving hundreds of people, and no one has a vision of how this is supposed to go. So Morton and Jankel, the, the directors, were completely blindsided on day one of shooting by the <laughs> script. They said, like, this didn't have any of the tone. It was a complete disconnect from, like, the sets they built and the movie that was on the page. They're I like, it's not going to make sense at all. And they, But they were like, you know what? We, we can still do it. We can still make it work. All right, yeah. And then all the actors were pissed because this isn't what they signed up for. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we get movies, you know, scenes change, things happen. But holy shit, this is completely different. And then Morton, the director, was in a really weird position of having to defend this new screenplay that he fucking hated. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. So that's how we got to this chaos to even start. Uh, I just thought the only other thing that I added this trivia that I thought was funny is uh, Fisher Stevens and the other guy who played Iggy. I, I will look up his name before we leave. But those two actors, they were getting rewrites. Everybody was getting rewrites of lines every hour. What? So Fisher Stevens, like people didn't even read it or or they didn't bother reading the, the drafts they got. They didn't until they were in front of the camera. So Fisher Stevens and the other dude were like, fuck it. And they ad-libbed everything. Every line <laughs> they have in the movie was them. That makes sense. Some of it seemed like it was fucking... And as an actor, that had to be fun, right? Yeah, way better than fucking <laughs> reading whatever garbage the script was because it was fucking bad. And then known as a huge colossal failure, the budget ballooned somewhere between 42 and $48 million, but it made back at the box office $39 million. So it wasn't a huge <laughs> flop. Yeah, before people realized how shitty it was. Yeah, I, I think they actually made, during the original theatrical run, like $20 million. <sighs> And then in the time since, it's been re-released. Yeah. Was there uh, fucking, like, McDonald's tie-in and shit? I don't think there was McDonald's ones, but I do remember there certainly were action figures. Yeah, yeah. That were specific to this, like, branding. Like, there was a Dennis Hopper. There was the two thugs. There was, obviously, Super Mario and Luigi. I'm going to check on eBay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're, like, they're paying you to take those figures off their hands. So while you're looking that up on eBay, we'll get back to the movie. How about it? Let's do it. We get to this room where, uh, for some reason, I don't know if this was supposed to be making fun of mud baths or I, I don't know what this scene was, but King Koopa is up to his neck in mud. And he's like, and this is the quote, you know what I love about mud? <laughs> it's clean. It's dirty at the same time. Yeah. <sighs> what does that mean? I don't. Why? Yeah. Why was he in mud? I, it's like a health thing. It's cool. Yeah, it's mud, so you know, weird. To, I don't. Exfoliation. I don't know. He also does this weird fucking wax hand thing. Where he puts his hand in like some type of paraffin wax or whatever. 
oh, he did that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And he's just holding them up, looking at them amazed. <laughs> and I'm like, I just assumed he was like fucking Mickey Mouse in it through this movie. And then later that's gone. Yeah. It like starts falling off during that scene. It's fucking very strange. I I think maybe we're supposed to get like he's doing a bunch of skincare because he's scaly maybe. Yeah, because he's dry and he's like a lizard. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's what they're doing. I don't know. It's a um, bad joke. And then his number one, King Koopa's number one, Lena. Who the fuck is she? I have no idea who she was. For a second, I thought she was fucking Birdo. (laughs) (laughs) That, oh, man. Because she looked like a bird almost. She drinks a fucking shot with a worm in it. That's right. Maybe. I'd have to look that up. I didn't go deep into her character. I did, though, read at one point uh, they, they realized as they were going through the script writing process is one of these drafts, like there were no women in this movie except for the damsel that needed to be saved. So this is where Lena and Big Bertha came from. Oh, uh, makes which, sense. Yeah. Fine with that. But so now they're they're taking Spike and... Iggy come back. They're like, oh, we couldn't find her. We brought the girl. We did it. And King Koopa's like, oh, my God, finally. These fucking idiots nailed it. This is great. <laughs> um, so you got the lady in the rock. They're like, we got the lady. Like, did you get the rock? Uh, so they didn't get the rock because Luigi no. had it. Now Big Bertha has it. Right. So he's like, King Koopa does arguably the smartest thing he does in this entire movie. He's like, you know what? Right. Let's shove your dumb heads in this machine. Evolve you a little bit more. And get some brains in there. So he does it, and they both come out talking in British accents, saying facts and big words, <laughs> sounding so super smart. <sighs> and D-Hop's like, all right, now you guys got some brains. Now go fucking find the Mario Brothers and get me my goddamn rock. And they're, they're like, yeah, sure. Selena so tells the princess about her mother and how she smuggled her out of Dino World as a baby uh, and how she's important somehow and Koopa needs her. Right. To combine the two dimensions. So this is them telling Daisy what the score is and what's going to happen. Because otherwise, Daisy is confined to either a, a cage cell or some kind of weird private room where she hangs out with Yoshi. Yeah, or the <clears throat> the dorm room with the other kidnapped women from New York. Yeah, she kind of like, well, she leaves the cage pretty early, but she floats around those two. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut back real quick to the brothers. They're wandering the desert, and then we find out from King Koopa that there's a de-evolved gun now. Like, we went that fast. We went from this right. big honking machine to a de-evolved gun, which, fun fact, they just painted the SNES gun, the Super Scope. Oh, <laughs> I can like, see that, yeah. That's pretty sick. I personally don't have a Super Scope. If anyone wants to send me one, I'd love to take <laughs> it. Uh, I have a Menacer, so... Oh. Yeah, kind of a big deal over here. I'm bragging. <laughs> you can get it too on eBay, I dare you. So then we get back, we have this uh, Velociraptor pet. I wrote Velociraptor pet thing, and it was Yoshi. I guess this is how they brought Yoshi to the game. He's like a three-foot-tall puppet of a Velociraptor that looks adorable. And honestly, dude, I I thought it was a pretty good puppet. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it could have been used in Jurassic Park almost. They said that, yeah, let's change the lighting a little bit. Yeah. But but this is where they brought up the Jurassic Park thing. They're like, oh, shit, they're making a bunch of dinosaurs. Our dinosaur has to be fucking good. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a decent size of the budget. So it was. they said it cost $500,000 to make those puppets. Damn, yeah. Uh, it was capable of making 64 separate movements with 200 feet of cable crammed inside its three-foot-tall structure. Wow. Took nine puppeteers to operate it. I wonder who has it yet. That's a good question. Where's that piece of movie? <laughs> yeah. 
They probably just fucking threw it into the Jurassic Park set in like the background somewhere. Yeah, it's probably in a Planet Hollywood or something. <laughs> you act like those are still a thing. I think there's like <laughs> I don't two. Know. Are they? Planet Hollywood. It's probably in a fucking warehouse in Reseda. <laughs> foam is just withering away. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so the Cooper brothers go to find the Mar- the Cooper brothers. The fucking idiot thug guys go to find the Mario brothers. They get into the desert and somehow get stuck up to their waist in mud and can't really move. Right. So the Mario brothers basically pull them out and they're their prisoners. They're like, where's Daisy? What is the deal with the stupid rock necklace? And then the Koopas or the, these thugs explain everything to them. Yes. They're like, yeah, the tunnel was sealed. It was blasted recently. He's trying to get the rock to merge the two things. And uh, they're like, well, this lady took the thing. And they're like, oh, that's Big Bertha. She goes, she hangs out at this bar. She's a bouncer, I think. Yeah, like, you're coming. You're coming with us. So they're off. They steal a garbage truck, and they head back to the city. Makes sense. Uh, Again, I thought this movie also looked good. Like, it was filmed good. Like, the the image. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I later found out that this was done by a (laughs) Oscar-winning cinematographer. Well, that's cool. Well, I just checked eBay in there. There's only two of them listed. One of them $60 and one of them $80 for the two. Mario Luigi. Ah, damn. That's too much. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> so the the DP was Dean Semler. He was the DP, director of photography on Mad Max 2. Oh, shit. Road Warrior. And he was Dances with Wolves is where he won his Oscar. Oh, yeah. Well, damn. So what the hell is him- he doing here? See, that's a good question. They also brought in production designer David Snyder, who I don't know. I didn't know who it was. I just saw in the documentary, he's the dude that did fucking Blade Runner. What the he fuck? He designed Blade Runner and Demolition Man. Yeah. This world could have been so much better. Yeah. I, th- I, thought it, I thought it stood out in a movie where the story was so fucking bad. Yeah. Okay. I can give you that. But it, yeah, it, the movie could have been a sum of all its parts, and they ooh. and they roll into Big Bertha's bar. They they are in all kinds of wild suits that I guess they got from one of the thugs' mothers. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. There it is. That's what he says. Yeah, it's like what the hell. And I don't remember any nightclubs from the game, but there's all kinds. There's all kinds of dancing in this nightclub, gyrating. Mario and Big Bertha hit it off. Oh and yeah. And start fucking. Like some coordinated dance move thing. This is a horny movie. Mario fucking really lays on the charms here too. He's like, yeah, and then he does what can only be described as the horniest dance in the world, (laughs) and and sneaks around and and gets the rock off of Big Bertha. Yeah, and they. I just want to point out that in this reality, this alternate dimension, they also have walk the dinosaur. Walk the dinosaur. That song. Song. Yeah. Oh Jesus. (laughs) Open the door. Get on the floor. They're dancing to that. I didn't recognize that song. <laughs> it makes sense, you know, dinosaur, dinosaur people. Oh, it's so bad. And this is where the fucking Lena drinks the shot with a worm in it. And the worm makes like, oh no. It's fucking very weird. It's yeah, it's too weird. And then they they Lena sees them, they throw the necklace around. Big Bertha fucking smooches Mario right in the face. Oh yeah. And ha- helps him get out of there. Yeah. All of a sudden, he steals the rock, and she's like, all oh, oh, for it. She's like, I'll help you guys escape. Here, take she's these like, boots. She's like, yo, th- that dance was fucking hot. Here's some boots. What's up? <laughs> Call me later. <laughs> she wants to seem too desperate. <laughs> Put these stompers on. What? Yeah, whatever ladies' man shit Mario's got going on, Big Bertha's under his spell. Yeah. And do you see these stomper boots? The cartridges that they put in are like little bullet bills. I didn't notice that. Yeah. There's like these little cartridges. And they look like a bullet bill. It's fucking sweet. I'm going to be honest with you. Right around here, I ooh, it was hard to keep paying attention. 
Oh, fucking tell me about it. <laughs> I watched it twice in the past 24 hours. Oh, God, you poor bastard. <laughs> I was dozing off. I was looking oh. at other shit. I, by the end of the movie, we are about an hour into the movie right now. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, there's still 45. I know. Hours. I was like, fucking hell. And then this is the moment where he gets the bomb. The fungus gives Luigi one of the bomb 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 bombs. The bomb, yeah. A bomb. And then Cooper Koopa walks into a room with the fungus hanging down from a ceiling near a chair. He talks a bunch of shit and calls the fungus a slime bucket. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that was very strange. And then they explain it. They do. But the the bros are like, all right, Koopa's got Daisy. We got to get to Koopa Tower. So they they hijack. Well, they don't hijack. They stow away in a in a truck and they get there. They start messing around with the heating and cooling system. It sets off some fucking alarm and they steal some clothes from some lockers. And finally, they are in their signature look. Sixty six minutes into the goddamn movie. Yeah. Why didn't they have green and red suits when they were dressed for the club? Why did why was there any green or red on either of them? They uh, pretty much the entire movie until right now. Yeah. It didn't make... Oh, my God. It's so annoying. And the funny other part of trivia, director didn't want to put him in those suits the whole fucking movie. At all? At all. They Producers and Nintendo were like, you're fucking putting them in the goddamn overalls. Yeah. But that's what's happening. Oh, my God. They, they looked so 80s, 90s overalls, too. I know. They're so baggy. There was so <laughs> much extra room in 90s gear. Holy shit. Don't get me wrong. I had plenty of baggy stuff in the oh, 90s. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I'm right there, too. But, man, it was like, God, we thought we were so cool. <laughs> I still own Jenkos. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So they get the jumper boots here, too. They easily sneak around the... Okay, this is the Goombas in the elevator sequence. Oh, what the fuck was this? I, please explain it to the people. I, I can't. Okay. They're in an elevator, and they're just hiding. Two Goombas come in at first. They hide. Really bad. And it's this is like a huge fucking elevator. It's like a service elevator. Like yeah, you could put a gurney it's in there. Ginormous. Easy. And they're just like hiding behind them the whole time. More Goombas come in. And all of a sudden Luigi's like, here's elevator music. And he goes around making them all sway to the music. Yeah, he like slowly touches them and slowly leaves them side to side. And then they all start dancing so they move out of the way. And yeah, then they just don't notice that they escape through the fucking ceiling hatch. Yeah, I guess he pointed them all one way so they could escape <laughs> to the ceiling hatch. Yeah. And didn't Mario say something? I don't have it written down, but doesn't yes. he say something like, how did you know it was going to work? And he's like, what? People like dancing. Yeah, he's and like, everybody loves dancing. Oh, my fucking God. Ugh, it was bad, man. What they should have done is, like, have the Goombas come at them, hit each other, and then they all bounce and go start walking the other way. Then we can at least be like the game a little bit. Right. Yes. Or that, have there's not even a fucking turtle. I was gonna say throw a turtle shell on the floor. Not and jump. even. <laughs> God damn. I don't think there's a turtle shell in this movie. I don't think there is. No, there isn't. There isn't a mushroom that makes them big either, or gives them an extra life. There's a mushroom that gets saves their big. life. Yeah. Yeah. The mushroom is an ally, not the enemy. All right. Well, let's just get through this. Yeah. We're almost there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not though. So. No. Back at the uh, prisoner's quarters, Toad delivers some raw meat to Daisy. She's like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I only eat vegetables. He's like, all right. And then he leaves. Lena shows up and puts a knife to Daisy's throat. Yeah. 
And I guess her motivation and what she's saying here and everything points to the fact that she didn't like the fact that Daisy was getting like praised and all the attention from Koopa. Yeah, because she like, has the rock at this point, right? Did she get the rock from them at the club? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she got the rock from them at the club and she later t- she Mario t- gets like a fake one. Yeah, he uses his shoelace to make it look like a f- fake rock. Right. And she's so- she goes to Koopa and like tries to tell him like, to become partners for this because knowing she had the rock and then Koopa turns her down that's when she decides to go fuck kill uh, Daisy. See, I, I was tuning out I missed that part oh, I thought yeah. she was just super jealous that Daisy was like the new thing no nah, she's like fuck it if he doesn't want to be with me I'll kill you and just do it myself yep so then Yoshi being a real bro bites Lena and Daisy get, Daisy gets away yeah and Lena leaves the fucking knife in him <laughs> so I forgot to write this down but this is the, actually the end of the elevator ride. Like, they've been on the elevator this entire time making the Goombas dance. The, this is the longest elevator ride that has ever existed. Yeah. It's been like seven minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And they're finally... Like, you could have cut that. You could have fucking cut that whole scene. Yeah. We, absolutely. So, Toad shows up with a whole plate of steamed vegetables, and then... He's like, here you go. I tried to, you know, hook you up. And then he gets blasted with fire <laughs> from the other Goombas. Uh. Uh, the princess puts him out with fire extinguishers. And then the Goombas were there because they were corralling Iggy and Spike because they were arrested. Yes. And they, they get free and are like, fuck this. We're on your side now. Like, Yeah. I don't know if they were on the king's side the whole time. I think... I, that's a great question. I thought it was we were supposed to like get the idea that now that they're quote unquote educated. Yeah, they became like they see Koopa for like a fraud that he yeah, is. Yeah, that, like an authoritarian or whatever. Because they do say something about it, like about rising up against him. Yeah, rise up against the proletariat or yeah. something like that. So I, I think that uh, they might have also just been practicing self-preservation at the time. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Iggy and Spike they take Lena to the fungus, or they take Daisy to the fungus, and they're like, oh. By the way, this is your dad. <laughs> this is the king. And she's like, fucking, fucking what? Like, which is what we're all thinking. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, this was the king. He had apparently evolved from fungus. They hit him with the de-evolution gun oh, like years ago. Yeah. And now he's just a sprawling fungus around the entire yeah. place. But Koopa lets him be a fungus that's growing around the entire city. Yeah, they don't try to kill it. No. It's just, it's like everywhere. It's it's literally, it looks like someone like shredded up a tarp and hung it up. Like that's what the whole place looks like, but that's supposed to be fungus. Yeah, it's really bad. No attempt to get rid of it at all. It's uh, it's very confusing that they're like, well, we de-evolved him. Now he's fungus. All right, great. Let's all leave this room exactly like it is with this chair here forever. This is the only part that makes sense to the fungus mushroom people. Yeah. And they're like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> So Luigi shows up out of the elevator shaft because mm-hmm. he escaped up through the ceiling. He's like, and they're like, "Hey, um, we gotta jump off across this thing. I'm, a, I'm gonna go first. And he jumps. He's like, "I'm flying." Mario's like, "Oh, this is awesome." Turns out he was just getting <laughs> snagged on a hook and somehow didn't realize that. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Mario falls, gets hits a bunch of fungus, gets fucking trampolined back up to Luigi. And I still don't know why this scene exists. Mm, just like, to show that the fungus, yeah, helping. But we've established the fungus is helping. Yeah, multiple times. Like, multiple times. Like I, he tried to give him the bomb in the beginning. He's like, "What's that?" And then they kept running. Yeah. Okay. But then they saved him like two other times. What are they doing? 
I don't know. Yeah, plus they People just established really... that it's the king, so we don't need to show it again. Ugh. That's a real good point. I didn't even think about that. We already know who it is and why they're helping. Yeah. We don't have to have them keep helping, especially for a movie that like we should we got to move along here. Right. Jesus Christ. So Daisy frees Yoshi, who's a good bro. I mean, that's fair. She could have freed him the whole time. It was just like a clip around his neck. Was... I guess so. Like in the whole time he was on the leash in the room, he, she could have. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So she gets to the security room. The security system has some kind of intercom. She gets in touch with the Mario Brothers. What was with this fucking gun was used like a mouse. It was like a fucking duck hunt gun that you had to point at the screen and use as a mouse. I... There was fucking... Like, where'd they come up with that? I I think it had to be like a light gun tie-in thing. Yeah, I don't know. But it's... Yeah, it's used just like to navigate different security cameras. Yeah. Well, they're all using it for computers. It's, it's like... Instead of a mouse, there's a little gun that's just there that you point at the screen. I don't know what that was all about. I think it was just to make fucking Dennis Hopper look menacing with a gun as he was on the phone. Yeah. But it's also dumb. Yeah, very stupid. The intercom system then gets the word out to the bros that they'll be de-evolved and that Lena ordered it. Right. So they're like, what's her deal? Who the fuck is Lena anyway? We didn't even meet her yet. Because they didn't. They don't know who... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Daisy meets up with the bros and's like, oh, hey, um... I'd like to introduce you to my dad. Oh. Oh, nice. Nice to meet you. Yeah, like a fucking weirdo. Luigi's like, suddenly becomes the nervous high school date. He's like, oh, geez, yeah. nice to meet you, Mr. Daisy. Yeah, he's Or whatever he says. Childish. It was supposed to be humor. <laughs> Didn't work out. But this is the moment where now that Daisy is in the same room with Mario for the first time in like an hour and a half, he's like, hey, did you find Daniela? He's like, what? Daniela's here? Yeah, he doesn't even know that she's kidnapped yet. Yeah, he had no idea until right now. And he's like, oh, shit, she's kidnapped? I was going to take her to WrestleMania. (laughs) Their relationship is my favorite part of this whole movie. Yeah, it's wild. They're fucking awesome. (laughs) Daniela's great. Everything about her is great. She's fucking cool as shit. And she's like, take us to WrestleMania? Fuck yeah, let's go. (laughs) Man, that's relationship goals am i right fucking for real <laughs> so the goombas find and capture capture luigi and the princess koopa's like ready the troops we're gonna start invading we're gonna start taking over this world the cops finally find leia cooper koopa had ordered her to be captured because he's he found put it together she was against him uh because she well no because she put out that order to kill the mario brothers right and koopa didn't want them dead so mario goes to save daniela and find the ladies luigi's with daisy as they get captured he Takes out the Goomba guard. They all break out. And then possibly my favorite moment in this movie. The mattress luge? Not the mattress luge. <laughs> right, right. That's my second. No, right before that, as he knocks out the Goomba, the Goomba's like sitting against the wall, passed out. And as they're leaving, one of the lady captives sees him and just fucking punches him in the face. <laughs> like he's passed out. She's like, fucking bam. And just gives it. And then... I also wrote down uh, the moment where Danielle's like, oh, by the way, this is Lisa. She's from Queens, but she's all right. Yeah. Like, they're still busting local chops. Yep. When they're all captive in prison, I'm like, fuck. And I just wrote my notes, New York City, am I right? Right, right. <laughs> so King Koopa prepares the troops to prepare for their destiny. And then this is the ice luge in uh, some huge pipes on a mattress. The pipes are frozen for some reason. Because of the they fucked with the 
heating when they first got there. Oh, so that they knew this was going to happen? That they'd have to <laughs> yeah, ride a, I guess. a huge frozen pipe down the thing? Yeah. And the Goombas get thrashed out when Mario drops like a wrench in like a little hole and it sticks up and they hit it. And they, oh my god, yeah. It looks so bad. It's such a stupid effect. Mm -hmm. The Goombas like going, uh, like falling forward. Yeah, and then they're just like falling. They're still going down the luge. And then uh, they arrive perfectly on the second floor of the mall, or the city mall, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like, because the mattress like fucking floats like 60 feet. Oh, it really, it had some speed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So they crash into some Goombas and kill them. And then they have a nice reunion with the... Uh, do they They have a nice reunion? Yeah, did Luigi. Did they meet Luigi here? Yep. They come back. All right. So how did Luigi get out of captivity? Because I think when they flew out of the tunnel, they hit the Goombas that were captured. Oh, that were them. capturing them. Okay. Yeah. And then the King Goomba's there with the de-evolution guns. And then there's a fucking squawk on the walkie-talkie. Did you hear this? Where it's like, the Goombas are dancing again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because I think Toad's leading him off now. He's playing his harmonica to make him dance. Because he knows that they can all, they all dance if they hear music. He's right. And they and I guess Koopa, we're, we're led to believe that he kept some of his personality when he turned into... But he didn't, like, know the Mario Brothers or the princess before this fuck... He got arrested. He met him for three seconds. Yeah, but he hates Koopa. Okay, fair enough. Because he was singing anti-Koopa songs when he got arrested. And couldn't they, in theory, just go underneath the re-evolution gun and, and just go back to people? Yeah, anyway. I'd assume so. Plus, so, he was in jail with them, so he's got that with him, you know? That's true. He's like, these guys are changing things. <laughs> yeah. I have I have two more pages of notes to get through. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> Mario fires a goddamn boot at King Koopa, and he falls into a vat. This is the first of two times he's going to fall into a vat. The same vat. The same fucking vat. Are we, are we led to believe... You know, it doesn't matter if it's if it's separate vats. I don't care. It is. It's the same vat. I think it's the, it's the same place in the fucking city streets that they're fighting. Just a vat of black goo. I don't... Yeah, I don't understand it. They start shooting fireballs at him. Mario swings onto the fungus to the vat, uh, and then the, the, the real, you know, the fucking catchphrase of the movie becomes clear. Trust the fungus. Oh, I thought you were going to say the part where Luigi and meets the other kidnapped girls and he's like, they're like, who are you? He's like, Luigi Mario, you got a problem with that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then she just looks at him like, I don't have a problem with that. And then they just look yeah, away. it was so Where dumb. is this aggression coming from? Luigi Mario, you got a problem with that? She's like, fuck. Dude, that sounds no. like a improv line right there. Yeah, I don't know where this at because he's played as like Meek, they're both played as guy. Yeah, yeah, but they're both played as like affable. Yeah. Like they're both played as as fun nice guys who are hard working and you know trying to talk to some lady. Like they're part they party, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, there's there's this whole shit with the rock. Uh it it the rock falls, Lena goes to grab it. It falls over the railing. She gets shocked as shit, but she still has the rock. Mhm. Mm and then this is where I got lost because Mario tricked King Koopa with a fake rock. Right. And then Lena runs and gets the main rock with the rock to another rock area with a big rock. Yeah, to put the piece of the rock into the big rock to In order to meld merge. the world. Yeah. Gotcha. So Luigi and the girls need to stop stop them. So mm -hmm. Mario and King Koopa are now fighting, squaring off in the main area. He pulls out the ba-ba-ba-ba-bomb. <laughs> yep. And... Uh, <sighs> What I, I love this moment because he pulls out this little, it looks like the size of like those chattering teeth. And That's it's like exactly a walking what it is. bomb. Yeah. And he puts it down and starts walking towards him. And everybody, all the people on the street seeing this unfolding, are like, oh my God. And they like run. Dude, they're like, it's a bomb. Get the hell out of the way. 
Yeah. They are terrified of this little stupid walking bomb. Yes. And then the bomb just falls through a bunch of grating and everyone's like, ah, jerk. Yeah. But the fungus is helping it get back to where it needs to be. Slowly, it'll make its way to the surface. We cut to it like 10 fucking times yeah. walking across the street. <laughs> and then back in the changer room. Changer room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> back in the chamber room, Luigi is there. He sends all the girls home. And then Lena tries to activate the thing. It starts working, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then it actually will send Mario and King Koopa and the Koop- the Goombas around him to the real world very briefly. Yeah, this is where Koopa's like, oh, you're fucking faking it with that rock, man. You don't have it. Lena already put it in. Yeah, that's when that's when uh, King Koopa finally realizes that Mario doesn't have the actual rock. That he's right. been duped and he's been, you know, whatever. So they're in the real world. This is where King Koopa hits fucking Scapelli <laughs> with it and he becomes a, a, an ape. Oh, yeah. Little monkey jumping around. Which fucking Jesus Christ. We go back to the the chamber room uh, and Lena becomes like a crazy skeleton. She gets smacked into the wall. Yeah, she's smacked in the wall. And like it's as if there's a thin piece of film on top that sucks everything out. Yeah, it's like all of everything but her bones just got splattered against the wall. And it's just her bones are sticking there now. But she still has hair. Oh, yeah. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> well, you know what? She becomes this really nice indented sculpture. Yeah, she really made an impression, as oh, Luigi says. <laughs> and this is where this we realize why Daisy's here because she's part, like the king's blood. She can withstand the force. Yeah, so Daisy's like, there's like a force field around the fucking meteor now. Yeah, so Daisy goes to remove the thing. So she rips it out, and then that's when Mario, King Koopa, and the Goombas are transported back to Dino Hatton. Right. <sighs> Which doesn't make any sense, right? Like, why Why is it just them? Why did they transport to that exact area? Like, yeah, the whole place is... Well, Koopa Tower is merging with a tower in New York, too, at the time. But are we led... Oh, that's right, in the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. Like, it starts to devolve and go into their world. I don't understand how the merger works. It, do they become the same world, or do they become... It looks like this Dino Hatton would come into our world on top of Manhattan, it looks like. Which... That does, yeah, which doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Why don't they just go through the portal? Didn't they have a reason for why they just didn't walk through the portal? Well, like, why yeah. wouldn't you send the Goomba army through the portal? Yeah, because now it's open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. He wanted to merge it and take over the world because their world was, you know, 99.9% desert, which I can understand that, but he could have just gone through the tunnel. Though. It doesn't yeah. matter. So they're still trying to get the rock out of there. Luigi uses some kind of what I can only assume is a plumber tool. I know nothing about plumbing <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but he seems to have the tools they need to get the rock off. So they do. Yeah. They pull that little piece right back out. And uh, everything is, is is they go back to the, the where they were fighting. Mario then is about to get shot with the gun. And he hears in his head, trust the fungus. <laughs> so he takes this little mushroom he has. Like, puts it in front of him like a shield, cowers a little bit, and it expands and blocks basically the shot. blocks the de-evolution de- gun. Yeah, which totally makes sense. And then Luigi and Daisy show up to the main area where Mario and, and Italian music's playing. The Goombas start dancing to distract Koopa. I just wrote in my notes, what the fuck is that? Like, what the living hell yeah, dancing is again. happening? Big Bertha shows up here, too, to help out. 
Luigi and Mario get the Devolve guns and they start blasting at uh, Koopa. And then he turns into a dinosaur face guy. And then this is where the fucking payoff finally happens from these 95 cuts to the bomb. It blows up at the perfect time and sends Koopa into a vat. Oh, into the vat again. Yeah. The same goddamn vat. And then once I saw this bomb explosion, I was like, what is everyone so scared of? That's a good question, too. It wasn't even that big. <laughs> no. <laughs> Seems like if, if it was near me, I could, like, turn, maybe dive away, and I'd be fine. It was literally right under him, and it... Oh, God, you see that? It was wearing Reeboks. It was like an airbag. Like, that's the same force that thing had. Yeah. Oh, I can never... I never get enough of those videos where people sit on couches and airbags go off, and they fly, like, nine feet in the air. Yeah, those are fucking... That's fucked up. <laughs> it is pretty fucked up. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, that could be the next Photoshop. Just have one of me getting blasted by a <laughs> airbag on the couch. Anyway, so Koopa pops up as a T-Rex from the vat because he mentioned earlier he was descended from a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. They keep blasting him until he turns into some kind of, I wrote, primordial ooze. Yeah, I wrote green goo. <laughs> and then just hits the ground, fucking splat. And the whole town's like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Applause, Yay. applause. Everyone in Dino Hatton now falls in love with the Mario Brothers. There's already motherfuckers back there with the goddamn paint rollers. Yeah. Like brushing yeah. out Koopa's face from his ads. Like, why did Ed, why did anyone put up with his shit? That's a, why? That's a great question. Because he had a Goomba army, I guess? Because he controlled all the Devo weapons? I I don't know. It's Why was there silly. even a sham election? It doesn't matter. The Goombas start dancing. The fungus also gets hit with the de-evolve thing and becomes the king again. Oh, is that what happens? That's what I thought happened. That makes the most sense because I was like, what? Just because Koopa's dead, the king comes back? What the fuck? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I think it hit the fungus. I think. I can't All right. I'll, I'll, tuning I'll, out I'll buy that. Fuck it. Just watch it again. Watch it a third time. <laughs> and then dust. So Mario and Luigi, they get to the gate. They're about to go home. The princess is like, I don't know if I belong in that world or if I belong in this one. I I can't go. Like, I can't. Yeah, she's like, I got to stay at least talk to my dad a little bit and shit, you know? So Mario starts talking to Luigi. He's like, what she's really saying is, if you love her, you'll let her do this. And Mario, of course, just fucking nailing it. Just knows everything he's supposed to say. Yeah, fucking suave motherfucker. God damn, he's good. Then Luigi gives her a kiss. The bros leave. And Yoshi and the princess stay behind. Mm -hmm. Three weeks later, Mario's at home. Daniela are making dinner. Thank God she stayed around. If they broke up, I'd be so Oh, that would have been I think I'm just... We need to just, like, make it happen in Mario lore that Mario is is not single. He's married to Daniela. Yeah. Why not? And she's just at home fucking watching WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and eating... I don't want to say anything racist. Yeah, you can say They spaghetti. were cooking a lot of Italian stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then out of nowhere, Daisy blasts through the door. She's like, "You, she's badass, military shit, tons of guns. She's like, you guys need to come back. I need your help. They, that was just stolen from the Back to the Future. It was. That's literally what writer Parker Bennett said. The ending cliffhanger <laughs> was directly lifted from Back to the Future. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I'll pick that out. Yeah, it was. He said that. He said, I stole that idea from yeah. Back to the Future. Where's the second movie, dude? Oh, I would, I'd watch it. Apparently, there was a cut scene. Oh, Christ. Because at one point, they thought that this movie was going to be like the prequel to Mario. Yeah, yeah. Like him becoming Super Mario. So 
Oh, that makes sense. There's a there's a cut scene at the end where there's two Japanese guys that show up and are like, we want to make a video game about your life. Oh. Thank God that was cut. Yeah, it's bad enough that the news is like, dare I call them the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was really bad. I will say the one piece of trivia that, that I'll say before we start talking about our thoughts Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Luigi. Like, there, there's a whole bunch of trivia of all the people that were considered for Mario that yeah. were considered for everybody. And I don't really put a whole stock into that because every time you see that, their dream list is always like the biggest stars. Yeah, of, yeah. Of You're going to be like, of so, course you wanted Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're like, oh, they wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to play King Koopa? Of course they did. Yeah. They just did Terminator 2. Like, so I don't really put a lot of stock into those. But the Tom Hanks one I thought was hilarious because... They asked him to be Luigi. He said, I will do it for $5 million. He said that. Yeah. He would have done it. And they were like, well, Burbs wasn't a hit. Turner and Hooch, Joe versus the Volcano, they weren't hits. We don't think you got the star power. You don't think you're a $5 million star? No. They're wow. like, we don't think. They're like, we don't think you got it anymore. We think you're on your way down. Give Johnny Legs 200000 <laughs> exactly. We can give Johnny Lakes 200k to do this. We can. This is where we save the money and the actors. Yeah. Oh wow. I wonder what Hopper got paid. Ah, oh, it's probably a lot. <laughs> but I gotta say, honestly, the actors they fucking tried their best, man. <laughs> Did what they like, could. They they at some point I gotta think. I just love the idea of a drunk Bob Hoskins and Johnny Legs just fucking making little Goombas dance, just trolling around, just throwing out women invite like uh, it would be great to see it behind the scenes. Oh, they're like, this movie's gonna fucking suck. Let's just have fun. Yeah. Let's just do let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's just do our best. <laughs> because I mean it's their reputation too, man. Like they agreed to do this yeah, movie. Yeah. They were contracted to do it. The script changed so much, they're like, well, we gotta at least make an effort. Yeah. So they did, and I I thought that they did the best they could. All the actors in this movie did the best they could. Can't fault them for how shitty the movie was. I mean, they didn't write it, you know? They didn't come up with the story. They were just there to play the part. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times when there are movies where the actors are the problem. Yeah, this one, this this was not it. You can't put it on them. So, final thoughts. What did you hate most about this movie? (laughs) That they never made a fucking sequel, man. You're full of shit. No, yeah. (laughs) I just... I hated that it had nothing to do with the game at all. I just looked up Big Bertha Mario, and apparently it's the big red fish that jumps out at you. Oh, really? That's why she's in red. Yeah. I just, I don't, I understand where they were coming from with, like, oh, there was this cheery, like, brightly colored comic book named Batman. There was the Adam West series, which was essentially a, like, for children joke and they're like and tim burton turned it into the biggest goddamn movie of the year and it's fucking awesome so i i get where that theory of let's make it dark came from i get it but i i just think like there's some dark shit in the batman comics there's nothing dark ever about super mario no the most dark thing is that there's a princess who's been kidnapped by a raging lunatic right but even the mario games like they don't take this the story seriously no, yeah. Like, they made the game and, like, put this this thing, like, what are, what's the levels? What are we doing? Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, you got to save the princess. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was just a generic thing that they just made a fucking awesome game around. Yeah. And it's like, what do you want the bad guy to be? 
Uh, Bob made a sweet dinosaur. All right, yeah. yeah. Make, make the dinosaur the bad guy. Can I'll check you... out these turtles I made. Eight-bit yeah. turtles that look pretty sweet. Yeah, and they just threw them in there and made the game and fucking dumped the story around it. Yeah. And I just, I mean... I hated the fucking Goombas the most, I think. The Goombas? Okay. I, I think that's reasonable. It doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. I like the idea that he made an army of Goombas, just conceptually, but... I thought the design was bad. It, it it didn't it didn't make sense that they were so large and imposing. No, not at all. Even fucking like the Hammer Brothers and shit were the size of Mario. Dude, those could have been the two thugs that went after. Yeah, Hammer Brothers. Like that would have been sick. Fuck yeah. There's it just seems that they made a lot of choices during the creation of this movie and the the adaptation that I just I can't understand. No, it, it's like the people who wrote. The final, whatever the fuck this was, never played the game. They had no idea there were even turtles or mushrooms in it. No, not at all. I can't believe there wasn't a single fucking turtle or turtle shell. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, dude, have a have a cutaway sequence where there's like a taxidermy turtle or yeah. and he throws it at somebody. Like, just give me a fucking boner. I knew there were other things that plugged in there. But also, the thing I think is very interesting is I assumed this movie was for me because I was a child in 1990. Right. Apparently, it wasn't. But... If you would have asked me walking into that movie, like, hey, um, tell like some someone pulls you aside and says, before you go in here, what is Mario's story? Like, what's the story of the Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. I, playing through one for sure a lot, three a whole lot, not as much two, but I was there. Yeah. Well, two wasn't really a Mario game anyway. No, but I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what the story of Mario was other than save the princess from Bowser. Yeah, save the princess from a dinosaur turtle guy. That's all I got. And, and they're like, well, that's what the movie's about. Is it, though? But Bowser's not Koopa, right? What's the difference between King Koopa and Bowser? I don't know. I'm going to have to fucking Google that now. Okay, well, King while you look Koopa. it up, I will say I wanted to find some good things about this movie. Oh, Bowser is King Koopa. Okay. Really? Yeah, it says Bowser, didn't say Bowser or King once. Koopa. Huh. But anyway, what I liked about this movie, I thought the set was awesome. I thought they did a good job. Uh, I They weren't making the set for this movie, which was very jarring. Yeah, But yeah. just the sets by themselves, I thought, were very good. I also thought uh, the movie was shot very clean. It looked good. It looked like a big-budget Hollywood movie. Yeah. But the story was trash and not there. And man, it was really bad. I, I remember watching it as a kid and being confused. I knew it was a cult classic that a lot of people still love. But and so I, th- I thought the rewatch would be fun. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and as as I watched it, I'm like, man, there's I just hate everything about this. And I just felt like I was a kid again being like, this has nothing to do with Mario. Right. There's not even a warp or nothing. <laughs> not a single warp. Oh, Jesus. The fucking total lack of fire flowers and mushroom power-ups doesn't make any sense. Not even, like, the imagery of it. Like, this, like throw the star in the background somewhere, yeah, you know? get the, a coin. A fucking coin. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate a weird adult retelling of a children's book, game, whatever. I do appreciate that. And I think there's room for that in our world. And I'd love to see more of it. But this is the first goddamn video game movie. Like, this is not the time to take these wild swings. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, yeah, this makes fucking, like, Double Dragon look, like, genius compared. Exactly. Double Dragon, I, at least you can watch Double Dragon right now and have fun yeah. at how bad it is. Like, yes. it's a fun, bad movie. This was not fun This at was all. just terrible. And it was so bad that 
Nintendo did not make a live-action theatrical film until fucking Detective Pikachu in 2019. Yeah, I could see why. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to fucking let anyone else do this. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the blame mostly has to lay on the producer, Joffrey, who just kept fucking rewriting scripts and just dumping people out the door. Yeah. And I think a the directors, obviously, they're the names that are attached to it forever. They have a duty to make the movie not suck. And I think the direction was not good. Yeah. I wonder how much was outside of the director's say though yeah it's it seemed like like apparently i was reading one quote from it when they were talking about it and they're like yeah so the actors at one point were not talking to the director <laughs> the director was not talking to the writers the writers were not talking to the producers and no one was talking to nintendo yeah it was just a fucking uh, whole clusterfuck but you know the one thing we we have to be happy about the one thing that we this movie has given us is it has showed Hollywood and all of us as fans what not to do for yeah, a video game movie. True that. I, I'm trying to, like, well, aside from the U Bowl movies, <laughs> like, is there a worse Hollywood movie of a video game than this? And there's some fucking stinkers. No. This has to be the bottom of the barrel. God, we hope so. We're going to get into more, I bet, someday. Oh, yeah. If I can think of anything that could be worse than this, I'll give it a watch. I'll watch the fucking. <laughs> Mario Brothers series, man. <laughs> I guarantee that's better than this. It has to be. Was there in that series? Were there moments where they went to like live action dudes playing the Mario Brothers in the real yeah. world? Yeah, didn't we talk about this? It was fucking Maybe Captain I Lou Albano. <laughs> that's right, we did talk about this. <laughs> and you and fucking scientists like Captain Lou Albano, Captain Lou Albano, Captain Lou Albano. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Christ, you're talking like it's the former president. Yeah, right. Like everybody knows who that is. Yeah. Speaker of the House, you know, Captain yeah, Lou. Of course. So, do you have anything else you want to say about this before we wrap it up? No, that's... I think we said enough. It was rough. Um, usually, I would say, you know, if you want to have a good time, check this out, but it's not a good time. No, there's a reason it's not on any fucking streaming service right now. Right, and, like, you might be thinking to yourself, I've never seen this movie. I just heard this podcast. <laughs> I want to watch it for some context. I'm going to say don't. Yeah, if you think this podcast was pretty long, the movie's the same, maybe a little longer. Yeah. But it yeah, feels like close. three times as long. <laughs> yeah, it was so, oh my God. It was a chore. It was a real chore. It was a chore. There's movies and games that we go over that are a lot of fun, and there's a couple that are a chore. This was absolutely a chore. <laughs> yep. Well, let's say someone had a different opinion. They thought this was one of the masterpieces of American cinema, and they had 9,000-word essays on it. Where would they send those emails to, Sir Chompslap? Well, you could send them to plotatime at gmail.com, because I'd love to fucking see if you have any valid points to that. Yeah, and if you have any other valid points to that, there's another place where you can go to talk to us about it. It's called Reddit at the Plotty Time subreddit. Yeah, fucking check it out. Hit us out there. Uh, you've got the socials. What's our name on those things? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's at Plotty Time on Instagram yeah. and Twitter and whatever. P L O T T Y Time. Uh, you know what the name is? Like, is we're on episode fucking one ninety something, like two hundred? Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out. Yeah, who the fuck knows? So that does it for us. Go to YouTube, like and subscribe. That really helps us out. Go to our store, PlotyTime.com, which takes you to our 100% legit eBay store. Totally legit. If enough people write in, we will absolutely make a Trust the Fungus shirt. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh, we can dude. legally get away with that. Yeah, right? I fucking love it. 
And as always, shout out to Blaine J, Drag of the Slago Handman, and the one in our hearts, Louise Guzman. Another special thank you to Johnny Legs. We wouldn't be the men we are today without you. <laughs> so true. That does it for us. So get out there, play some video games, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.